Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Footy, food and friends. Josh Squared. Do fans squeeze ya? Josh Squared. Yeah. Rightio, ladies and gentlemen, we're back for another exciting episode of Josh Squared. Uh, Doofy boy, what's crack a lacking, mate? No, not much. Good to be back. Great to be back. Uh, making another podcast. Um, not a whole lot, to be honest. I see you've had a pretty big weekend. Uh, you and your West Coast teammates. <laughs> Tell us a bit about that. Yeah, it was good to reunite with the um, 06 Premiership team. Um, uh, yes. Benny uh, Cousins there? <laughs> Benny Cousins, uh, well, he wasn't there. No, he's, he's gone AWOL again. <laughs> um, but uh, the rest of the boys were there. Adam Hunter, Chicky was there. Um, Chad Fletcher too, to name a few. Um, <laughs> uh, nah, yeah, it's one of my favourite things to do, actually, when I've got the boys around us. I do own 14 West Coast jumpers, so um, when the time is right, it's, it's just good fun whipping them out and getting a team photo. <laughs> really showing uh, your WA spirit. <laughs> yeah, uh, Wes is best, you know that. Uh, but yeah, no, big weekend. Went to the Bland Cup. There's about a thousand people there, I reckon. Nice country atmosphere, and um, yeah, had a punt on the ponies and tipped in a few too many beers and really, really feeling the effects on Wednesday still. So <laughs> that gives you an indication of um, how big the weekend was. Good what'd to you, know. What did you get up to, mate? Uh, very responsible, quite the opposite to you as I'm the responsible one of the crew. Nice. Um, as we know, I, as you know, I'm building a house, so that's nearly done. Um, but I would love to say that I've been on the tools, but it was a big day, 8 a.m. till 2 p.m. with a rocking headache. And... Like every other tradie on a Friday. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> not. Tradies, I know how hard it is, but I work hard, I'm telling you. And the, um, I've only trusted on the dust and, dust and pan, so all I get to do is go around behind people that putting light switches in and lights and sweep up the plaster and sweep up the mess. The debris. Yeah, the debris. And then about halfway through the day, uh, after the run down to get all the soft drinks and lunch, so I was the... Little bitch boy. <laughs> I graduated to the vacuum, which was pretty exciting. And yeah, I hung me hat high on that. Had two pots and two ice creams and went, played you know, and went to bed. Well done, mate. Well, look, you're with full blown qualified tradies um, that were helping you. So, you know, it's nothing to be too embarrassed about. <laughs> One of them was a 13 year old girl. Shout out to you, Soph. I know you're a big square, Sophie Kogel. Um, but. I won't let that get in the way of a good story. <laughs> no, 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 it's all right. <laughs> I'm not much of a tradie either, TBH. And uh, before we move on, I, I did actually take a little bit of roaming squares at the uh, Balan Cup um, with my good mate, Sam Heaviside. Um, yeah, have a listen to this, guys. Rightio, I'm here at the Balan Cup with Sam Heaviside. How are you going, Sam? Uh, very good, Josh. How are you? What's been going on, big fella? Uh, not much. Just watching a couple of horses go around the track, and it's uh, yeah, it's a good day so far. Yeah, enjoying You're it. Me. How's your receding hairline travelling? Uh, it's 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 heading back very very quickly, unfortunately. So <laughs> we're about two centimetres since I've been here. I notice you're donning the cowboy cap, and yeah. it's 17 degrees, raining, and overcast. Yeah, Can you that's... run me through that setup? Uh, when there's wind and rain, it's the perfect non-combination for receding hairline. So <laughs> malicious mouth. <laughs> Not good. Yes, no. We gotta look up. We gotta look at those little fringy hairs hanging on to that, hanging on to that. Uh, what do you call the front of your head? Yeah, forehead. 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 Hanging on to that forehead yeah. <laughs> or a forehead. The horns are a forehead. The forehead. I like to call it the widow's peak. <laughs> now, uh, Duffy, before we before we introduce our um, our guest tonight. Um, 
I just I walk into your house here and I see something that's got me a bit frazzled on the fridge. The Benio advertiser spread uh, Dolph Martin signs at Bridgie. Do you rate yourself or not? <laughs> well, it isn't on my fridge, but yes, for all those listening, I was in the paper. I've got a copy. I can photocopy it for you if you would like. Um, oh, I do rate myself, yeah, but... <laughs> Uh, it's not on the fridge. Oh, come on. Be honest. <laughs> um, and I do have it on good authority. This is from... Um, I won't reveal my sources, but... Well, did you have a sign-on bonus when you signed on with Bridgewater? <laughs> well, no, no. I did not from the club, because but from, some, from a, a man out there. Piece of footwear? A piece of footwear, just so I could fit in. Thongs. Thongs. <laughs> no, a piece of footwear from one of the boys out there. I won't name names. Is that Broadbent? But... Zeb and I are good pals, and he bought me an early birthday present. So yeah. that wasn't part of the oh, well, part of it. And I'm going to go do hay with him this season and pay him back. And wear your RMs, and you'll be looking <laughs> the part. Well done. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that is true. Yeah. That is he true. He did buy your RMs, didn't he? On his credit card. That's no, what I'm saying. Well, that. <laughs> they weren't on the credit card, but oh, I don't know. I don't care. He paid for them, but <laughs> they're mine. Yeah, but yeah. it wasn't through the club. So that is a vicious rumor that's getting around. That I'm sure our guest later, Jaffa Burke, likes to get ripped right into me about. But, yes, partially true, but it wasn't a sign-on. It was just a, a gift. Oh, That'll yeah. go down in, in the taxes as a gift. A gift. Mm. Oh, that sounds very, very dodgy to me. Well, <laughs> speaking of which, I've been in contact and I hear you are not the greatest housemate. Um, oh, well, whoever is saying that... <laughs> Um, if they can pick their bone, they can pick that bone with me if they'd like. But I think I do a fair bit around the house. Well, oh, it's not about what you do; it's about what you've tried to do to one of your housemates. He wants to put you up for murder. Murder? Do would you have any idea what that would be for? Um, murder. Oh, the only thing I have been doing, it's not even. I've been doing the opposite of murder. I've been trying to bring our lawn back from the dead. That's the only thing I can think of. Well, Tom Dunham's told me that you've tried to kill him with his allergy. He asked. <laughs> He's told me, you asked him if you would like to make him a delicious toasted sandwich to which you, you made him. And a nice, it was meant to be chicken toasted sandwich, he told me, and you thought you would spruce it up with a little bit of pesto. <laughs> little did you know that he's highly anaphylactic to nuts. Do you know anything about that? Um, there's a little bit of mail on this story, but... No, it was pesto. <laughs> yes, yeah, actually, no, I can confirm that. Oh, it's just a little bit of an inside joke we have. Like, I like to start... Like trying to kill someone? <laughs> I just like throwing nuts at him and, like, pretending to, like, say... I just like going, hey, Tom, do you want a, do you want a little chockey? And you go, oh, here we go. And I'll just, like, throw some peanut M&Ms at him and stuff like that. Um, it's just... Oh, he loves it. He gets a good laugh out of it when he's flying over the couch because, well, um, yeah, it gives him a good fright. <laughs> he, said, he said to me that you claimed that you did not know that there's nuts in pesto whilst he had to go and throw up in the toilet because he was so scared. Yeah, what happened, we were both hung over and um, I just, I've got these beautiful sangers that I make and the chicken, pesto, sometimes a bit of bacon, a bit of garlic oil and avocado. And I genuinely did not know, I genuinely didn't know that there was nuts in pesto. Have you ever eaten it? 
I have didn't any, taste it. Or the texture. I thought, well, I thought they were like, like pine nuts. I didn't think they were. Pine. <laughs> you didn't think they were not pine nuts. No, I just didn't. I, was, I sort of thought it was more like, you know, normal, like proper big nuts, like almonds and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so if they're little, they're fine. You can eat them. Get into them. Oh, well, you got through unscathed. Um, Tommy, if he'll be listening. He, he is a huge square, and I do sincerely apologize for that. Um, but. Um, I don't want that to get in the way of that, yeah, that good, fun, practical joke that we do have, where where we do like to try. And <laughs> well, yeah, someone has an allergy and they could die from it, and you <laughs> throw nuts at them. Oh, yeah, it's a bit nah, I love it, love it. <laughs> Who wants to come on a date? Small portions of food we hate. Please make sure it is not late. You'll need to concentrate. Come and seal your fate or rate your play, mate. mate. <laughs> Rightio, folks, here we are at uh, Jaden Jaffa Jaw Burke's uh, family home. Um, he's kindly invited us into. Um, welcome, Jaffa. Thanks for having me, boys. Um, Jaffa, uh, before we get into it, um, we'd just like to sort of talk a bit about yeah, how we know you and that sort of thing, um, and, and a couple of true and falses. For the first thing I want to talk about, it's, a fond, it's actually a fond memory of mine, um, you and I, we played a bit of cricket with the Bridgewater Bulls. Yeah, we sure did. Um, and we shared probably the the greatest stand for a first for a first wicket um, that the Upper Loddon Cricket Association has ever seen. According to you, but yeah. Um, no, ask anybody. Um, Braden Welsh would testify to it, I think. Yeah, I reckon he would. He saw a few balls go over the fence. But... <laughs> Bloody oath, he did. Um, yeah. Would you like to? Um, would you like to inform all the squares on sort of what? How we were travelling at uh, the first drinks break, and then yeah. and then what the sort of score line was oh. at lunch. Well, so so a bit of a backstory here. I got it come in come in from Melbourne that morning. Had footy training that morning, so I knew I was going to be a bit late. So I will bat you at three. Uh, get there. I'm probably about twenty minutes late, and I see Tom Dunham walking off the field and lost one. Looked out again. I get to the scorecard and we're we're three down here. So I'm like, shit, we're in trouble here. That's right. So come in. Squidge, looking solid. Probably about five not out at drinks. I come in at zero, not out. The next uh, drinks break we have, which is 17 overs away, Squidgy was on about 30, and I was on about 102. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, hey, mate, behind every great batsman, there's the guy that was ticking over the, ticking over the strike, all right? <laughs> um, no, it was a great knock, and um, full credit to you, mate. I'm actually donning the whites later um, on this Saturday. Um, are you, what are you doing? Um, I was planning on having a quiet one, but we might have to go replicate that innings. I reckon. I think we might have to. I think we're playing the Arnold Redbacks, so we can um, really, Ooh, yeah, really. Maybe, get... maybe not. Flies are too. There's too many flies out that way. No, no, that's that Bridgie. Oh, that Bridgie. Now, Jaffa, we've uh, we've done a little bit of digging. Um, just got a couple funny sort of stories um, that we that we've heard from some of your friends. The first one, uh, Dulce got for you. Is it true that you are absolutely fuming that they're going to get rid of Inner League? Because that's when you, your time is to shine. I'm fuming. I was going to go for the record 12 years in a row, but oh well, not going to be able to do that now, am I? <laughs> no, you're not. Do you mate. know that that's a record or you just think it is? No, I'm pretty sure it is. You and definitely know it is. <laughs> <laughs> no, we did get told that last year, actually. Jaffa really loves playing for the jumper. Um, full credit to you. Um, the other. The other one is it's got to do with well, first of all, your parents think you're a golden child. Oh, is that I true? Don't, no, I don't think well, not anymore. They they've used co- to. They've cottoned on. <laughs> they used to and, and used to like 
uh, venturing into the nightclub scene um, as a young pup. Yep. And I've heard that you use an ID so much to get in. Um, do you remember what your, your face yeah, was? Yeah, uh, that's very true. Jaden Baber. Jaden Baber. Poor, poor little fella never went out and he tried to go out one New Year's Eve and they said, no, mate, that's not you. We can't let you in. So they didn't let him in because they thought it was me the whole year. They go, no, we know who Jaden Baber is. He's an absolute feral. He's been going out every weekend. Uh, That's very good. Uh, So what, you went out a bit underage, did you? Oh, a little bit, yeah, you know, because being a 17-year-old through year 12, didn't want to miss out on all the fun. Bad man. (laughs) Bad man. (laughs) Righto, before we get into the rate you play, we've heard um, a bit of disturbing farm news, and who better to get the true answers off than... um, yourself so share with the squares what that news is oh yeah well a couple of weeks ago one of my good mates xavier tits henderson um big saw fan, a couple big of, fan of the show yeah he's a big square um he bought a few i think it was 28 steer from this bloke off so for anyone out there that don't know what steer are that's a cow i don't know what a steer is <laughs> <laughs> so he's bought 28 cows off this bloke from up duff's way up near gippsland um yeah so anyway he's thinking oh yep well right they're gonna rock up saturday morning at nine o'clock Anyway, we're at the Bridgie pub one night, gets a phone call, he goes, mate, I'm three hours away from your house, I'm about to drop these cows off. He looks at his phone, he goes, that's going to be 1am. He's like, ah, oh, rightio, I'll, I'll get home, I'll get home and we'll unload these steer for you. So he gets home, unloads them up, goes to bed, no worries, wakes up, i better go have a look at these cows. Goes and has a look. No wonder the blokes dropped him off at 1am. He wanted to get them out as quick as possible. They were malnourished. There was no meat on the bones. joking. And they've currently... He's currently spraying them. They've got lice. They've got everything. <laughs> That's what happens when you come from Gippsland. <laughs> but, yeah. Oh, jeez. Poor well, old Zave. Zave, bad luck, mate. Um... That's well, yeah. You've been stitched up there. That's that's very well played by that farmer. Oh, I'm gonna mate. get I'm gonna get this guy while he's twenty that's ten exactly. deep. Exactly. He in was the, thinking the these cows are on their last legs. Who better else to hand them off to than dipshit Henderson? <laughs> First, these gear cows get out, and now this. You're having a shocking run, Dave. <laughs> Rightio, yeah, the main event, the food, Jaffa. Um, could you please indulge the listeners on uh, what you've prepared for us this evening? Uh, yeah, I've uh, actually gone a bit of a different angle here. I've gone with a dessert, and um, I've cooked up golden syrup dumplings. And I'll tell you what, I was blindsided. And I was saying to Duff on the way here, I said, you can cook up anything in the world, and you've you've chosen golden syrup dumplings. <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking, after getting roast pork the week before, steak the week before, he's opted for dessert, not only dessert, budget. <laughs> <laughs> budget dessert. So what were you, what were you thinking? Um, you know, I was just thinking everyone's going like these big nine main, main, main meals, and I thought I might just shake things up, throw a bit of a spanner in the works. And cook something nice and easy, and I think it's come off all right. Well, I'll tell you what, you've definitely thrown a spanner in the works, that's for sure. Um, now, as far as golden syrup dumplings go, I'm not, I've never really had them, as far as I'm aware. And uh, so, you know, they tasted, they tasted quite delightful to me, as far as, yeah, Balls of dough go covered in maple syrup. Well, as you know, I'm on the eight-week challenge, so I didn't have any ideas to sniff them. That was it. I didn't actually eat any. I'm just going off what Squid said. But, yes, it was very left-of-field choice. But, um, yeah, it's not too bad, actually. So we'll get into the proceedings. Yep, credit to you. Um, first, first thing we do, uh, how do you think you went, mate? Look, there was a bit of a stuff-up, as we spoke about before. Out of oh, all the... Out, yeah, well, there was a bit of a mishap at the supermarket. 
Out of all the ingredients you'd think you wouldn't forget with golden syrup dumplings, what do you think I did forget? Um, the golden syrup. Yeah, the golden syrup. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to go back to the uh, supermarket, run in there and get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, credit to you. You've run back in there and you've, you've still got the food out in a very punctual time. Um, so, you know, under pressure... George just once again does his best work, like that, like that fateful day out in the Appalachian Cricket situation, which I can't say the name of <laughs> the Appalachian Cricket Association. Um, yeah, very good, Jaff. All right, well, next one is: um, do you rate yourself as a bit of a chef? Obviously not. If you've thrown up dumplings, very easy. But do you rate yourself outside? No, I of actually do uh, rate myself as a chef. Like to watch a lot of Gordon Ramsay. Um, <laughs> I wanted to do a steak, but someone went with it. Then I was like, I might do a roast pork, and then Skinny's gone and done that. So I thought, let's do something the, different. The next best thing, golden yeah. syrup <laughs> Well said. Um, and actually, while we talk about you rating yourself as a bit of a chef, I do have a bit of inside goss that you might have been doing a little bit of midweek chefing for a young lady <laughs> in the region. Is, is Can you confirm or deny this? Once or twice. Oh, I won't. I won't. We won't go any further in it because I know it's a very sensitive topic for you, yourself, <laughs> you young man. But um, good good on you. And, you and good, good luck. For to... all the squares out there, she was not invited to the <laughs> to the deserting. No, no. He's, uh, he's trying to hide her from us, but um, no, we have our ways. Um, no, it's good to hear, J- Jaden. Michelle will be very happy. I actually remember the first time I met Michelle, she said, Oh, you're one of Josh, uh, you're one of Jaden's nice friends. Can you please, can you please find him a girl to, to settle down with? And yeah. I, we've been on the mission ever since, haven't we, Joel? But it's, it's, it's good to hear, mate. And the final question before we get into uh, the rating of the plate Did you wash your hands? I did, actually. Is that because you just listen to it on every every other episode? Wash your hands before you cook every time. Good boy. Your mum raised you well. Okay, into the formal part of proceedings. So rating of the plate. We uh, rate under five categories and we rate in duftinis as we have on previous episodes. So zero duftinis being the worst and five duftinis being the best. So Squidgy, our first one is uh, taste. Take us away. Um, Yeah, jaw. How do you think you went for taste, mate? Uh, look, I had a little dabble in it myself, and I'm, I'm going to give myself a four there, I reckon. For what? For Dorftinis. <laughs> for Dorftinis. And, and while you do touch on that, you had one. Yeah, I had one. And you gave us two. Yeah, I miscalculated the uh, batter mix and didn't quite get six mm, out of it. Deductions there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, but good to see that you do acknowledge that we are bottomless pits, so you have given us the, given us the bigger bowls. Um, yeah, for taste... Yeah, look, mate, it, it tasted quite golden syrupy, <laughs> and they did t- have the texture of dumplings. I'll, I'll go for a, yeah, th- four. <laughs> four. Three, yeah, no, I'll go four dwarf teenies. <laughs> four dwarf teenies. I'm sticking to my guns. We are, we are nitpickers. Uh, next one is not- pre- presentation. So how, how do you reckon presentation well, was? Look, there's not too much to present <laughs> with dumplings. There's two dumplings and a bit of ice cream in there, so I don't think I'll stuff that up. So we'll give it a three because there's not much you can do with it. <laughs> Righto, uh, three to teenies from Jaff. Um, I'm going to go a bit. Um, I'm going to rate uh, the presentation not just on what was in the plate, the bowl. I was surprised it could fit on the table. There was debris every, <laughs> everywhere on the table. The workbench. I'm surprised you could even fit the bowl on to be able to mix it up. He was obviously very stressed. So presentation in the bowl, very good. But an overall presentation, I'm going to have to go with. Two 
<laughs> Mate, I literally, I literally couldn't tell you if it was a plastic table or a wooden table. <laughs> there was stuff everywhere. Obviously, obviously mum's away. Yeah, she is. Um, no, nah, very good. The next one, temperature. Now, how do you recommend temperature wise? Because well, I've, I've got, a, I've got a bit of an opinion on this. Well, <laughs> a bit of a yin, yin yang here. You've got the warm dumplings and the cold ice cream, and I think they mix beautifully. I'm going to give myself a five. Five. What? <laughs> Doftinis, five doftinis. Well, it's you know, it's such a subjective thing, isn't it, food? So you call it yin and yang, hot and cold, mate. My brain was fried. I was trying to eat this thing, and I'm burning my lip on the the hot dumplings, and then next thing I know, I can't feel my four front teeth because. The vanilla ice cream's just getting it right in the sensitive part. and Only baller, too, I noticed. <laughs> yeah. What do you want, connoisseur? Yeah. yeah. Well, connoisseur <laughs> couldn't have killed you. <laughs> it might have hurt the bank account. Yeah, though. it would have hurt the bank account. Um, I do think that they do accommodate each other in dessert. However, um, yeah, it just did ruin my experience ever so slowly. So I'm going to go three Dorftinis. Not too bad. Righto. Next one. I think your score relatively low again. <laughs> <laughs> they were very nice. Don't get me wrong, but we're looking at variety, variety of the of the bowl. So what do you give yourself for variety? You didn't well, leave yourself much to desire. Well, there's dumplings, sauce, and ice cream. So there's not much variety there. We I'm going to go a one duftani. I've let you down, boys. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'm just you know like. Like going through dumplings, you, you're allowed to go outside of what, of what this the the title of the dessert is, which you did with ice cream. But like, I'm talking maybe some Tim Tams. <laughs> there are some Tim Tams in the cupboard if you want some. Oh, are there? You've got your rating. Double chocolate coated, but they're not on the F45 diet list. No, they're not. It's good to see you looking after Duff. Old Doughboy. Yeah, choosing choosing a dessert that was mainly milk and bread, which is. Like, they're good for you, aren't they? <laughs> Full of sugar. <laughs> and a heap of sugar. <laughs> I'm going to give you... um. So, f- I'll give you three Duftinis because there wasn't much to... Yeah, you can't really add anything else, but I guess that's your fault for choosing such a bland, boring <laughs> dish. <laughs> right, yeah. The fifth part we get to before the final scoring. Punctuality. Now... Yeah, how do you think you went? Because I think that you've actually you've, you've you've held your end of the bargain here. Yeah, well, so I obviously had the little mishap, had to go back down to Woolies, and I thought might be running a bit late here. But halfway through getting the sauce on, I get a phone call from one Josh Hand. Oh yeah, uh, when when we get here, do you want me to come through the back gate? But I could already hear him echoing in the uh, carport. I'm like, hang on, something's fishy here. So I go poke my head out, and I can see him out there already. So the boys have tried to spring me in the act of cooking. This is 25 minutes before they were meant to show up. So I ended up getting the dish out five minutes earlier than what I should have. So I think punctuality is a five. How many do- five Duftinis. <laughs> five Duftinis. Yeah, um, yeah. me and Duff were putting our heads together during the week and we're thinking, you know... Oh, we wouldn't. We, we, I want to see yeah, in action. We keep getting, we keep getting to people's houses and their foods. You know, it's basically nearly ready because we agree on time. And I'm like, let's agree on time, and then let's get over there early and just try and rattle him. So, and I, I was trying to play it coy that yeah, we weren't there yet. And I was saying, oh yeah, which door should I come through when I get here? I'm still 20 minutes away. 
but yeah, you caught us out. We did it but, in the front door. There was no more than four metres away from where we were. But um, we did get in there. You, you did have a bit of sweat um, on the forehead. And uh, yeah, you did look ever so slightly rattled. But to your credit, you, um, you picked up the pieces and just head down. and uh, yeah, you got Head a- down, dough up. <laughs> Yes, head down, toe up. Um, as they say. As they all say. Gordon Ramsay, that's one of his favourite ones. Um, yeah, and he, and he got the job done. So I'm, I'm going to go, yeah, five, do Danny say one. Well done, mate. Thanks, Great mate. job. Rightio. The moment of truth, everybody. All you squares out there, I know you've been listening intently. Jaffa, how many do overall would you like to rate yourself? Look, after... Looking back at it, I'd I'd like to give myself a four, but after all the little scores I got before, and I'm thinking it's going to be a bit lower than that, but I'm going to back myself and give myself a four. Four, four, four what? Four Dorftinis, mate. Four Dorftinis, four Dorftinis. Um, I like he's confident. He's sure of himself. When the chips are down, he's still backing himself in. Um, but unfortunately, the final sign was blown 20 minutes ago, mate. <laughs> Uh, it's no good on my being. It's no good my being in the change rooms, <laughs> puffing your chest out, mate. Um, yeah, Dorf, what, what do you reckon, mate? Well, it's a tough one because he knew the criteria. He's a big square and listens to it. So to dish up something <laughs> that you know you're going to get rated on variety and well, temperature is all over the shop, mate. <laughs> so three of the ratings you couldn't really score do anything much better. But I reckon three. Two Dorftinis. <laughs> That's outrageous. <laughs> we, may have, we, may have gone, now, we may have gone hard early on other people's meals, so we've got to start bringing people down to bed. Jaffa, Jaffa, someone had to cop the bad rating, and, and look, if we, in hindsight, I would love to give some dish out. I, was like, I would have loved to give truck one. Like that, <laughs> that, that was twice as good as what truck does. It's just um, there's something about going to someone's house and... They invite you into their home and they cook your food. It's really hard to be mean to them. But um, I just I wasn't pulling my punches tonight, Jaffa. Um, so I'll, I'll stand by it, mate. But um, I, I think I think you got something to add. Yeah. Um. So there was a secret ingredient for these, and I think you're going to really like this, Josh. It was one big bottle of no lube. <laughs> That's uh. I didn't see that coming, um, and it's nearly enough to me for me to change my score. <laughs> uh, I feel sick. <laughs> yeah, for those squares that don't know, um, yeah, it is one of our favourite things to do is whip out a bottle of that um, when we're up and going, but um, <laughs> I didn't realise it was a cooking ingredient. Perhaps that's why you scored so poorly. <laughs> Rightio, Jaffa, thanks so much for having us, mate. Um, as all your squares know... Duff and I, huge, huge pet enthusiasts. Um, we've got our beautiful Groodle, Winnie, and, and Bear, the Cavoodle. Um, and so we always just love to see if you'd like to give a shout-out to uh, to a previous pet or, or a current pet or, yeah, yeah. A- anything along those lines, Jeff. Yeah, give a shout-out to me old pet. Uh, his name was Cooter, after the great Anthony Cooter feed. He's number 43 for Carlton. Uh, he was a pet budgerigar. And, uh, yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to him. Oh, sounds beautiful, mate. Uh, big shout out to Cooter. Um, I do believe that Cooter caused you some um, damage at, at one stage in your early childhood. Yeah, he did. I was uh, up up on a chair as a, I think I was ten years old, trying to feed him. He's a little bit too cage is a little bit too tall, and as I was feeding him, he sort of spooked me a bit. Fell off the chair, 
head on the step on the front step and twelve stitches in the head later. That's not the first blow that's been rattled by Big Cooter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, beautiful, Jaff. Uh, also, anyone you'd like to give a skull cam shout out to, oh, mate? Look, it has to be none other than my favourite partner in crime, Liam Doctor Island. <laughs> Liam Monster Island, you're on Skullcam, brother! You have 24 hours to post on the Josh Squared page, or otherwise never listen to us again. <laughs> Thank you. Bendigo's hot topic. Hot topic, hot topic. <whistles> Righto, Bendigo hot topic. Uh, just quickly, just to, to touch on last week's hot topic, we've had a lot of um, animals running riot in the town of Bendigo. So, Squid, could you, could you just give it up as an update on those rogue cows? Yeah, we did have those rogue cows um, venturing through Harcourt. Um, I can confirm that they've safely been rounded up uh, by young Xavier Henderson, young um, aspiring dairy farmer out in um, the Heathkit region. Massive square of ours. Um, he was able to safely, yeah, get them all back in the paddocks, and I can confirm that they um, have not vacated the premises since. Um, do you have any more? I don't think we have any other animal news, but please, if there is any animal news, please send it through to us. Hit us up on the socials because, um, as you all know, we are big animal people, animal lovers, and um, we do love to hear interesting animal stories um, from around the region. Yeah, so this week, Bendigo news, massive news in the town this week, like bigger than the Bendigo Cup that we've had, bigger than JD's event by the vine. This is pro- this one probably takes the cake. No, it's not the block party <laughs> at the uh, Rifle Hotel where all the reptiles will be going. John Harvey and Jasper Stewart. <laughs> um, it is. Squidgy's making his return for the Bridgewater Bulls. <sighs> well done, mate. Thank you, mate. Um, yeah, I, I did... I did hang them up, uh, but I've dusted off the the pads. I've, I've pulled out the creams, and um, I am making my way back up the Lawn Valley Highway um, to play for the, the mighty Bridgie Bulls. Um, we had Jaffron earlier in the show, and, and him and I did win a couple of flags out there um, with Sam Harrison, one of the great men of Bridgewater. Um, he'll be listening for sure. He'll be on the header. Um, and... <laughs> Uh, yeah, so looking forward to doing that. I don't know if it's I don't know if it's overly big, but um, if you do Massive. have if you, if you do have nothing better to do with your time on a Saturday, and you feel like watching um, Jaffa and I beat up on sixteen year olds and local farmers, then by all means, please yeah, please head out and um, give it a look. Also, don't forget if you do have anything that you would like us to cover on Bendigo Hot Topic, as you can see, there is some great stories coming through. So if you do have anything that you would like to get onto the air or promote. Make sure you talk to us on the social media platforms, Instagram and Facebook, and get in touch with us. Mystery word. Righto Squares, very special time for us here. We're introducing a new segment as we've only had, this is only our fourth episode, so we thought it was time for a new segment. So um, thanks to my great mate, Johnny McIntyre, big shout out to him, he's a big square, put our two brains together and come up with an idea to um, call local businesses and before, actually before we call local businesses, um, you get given a word as the phone is ringing and you need to try and see if you can get them to say the word without actually 
saying it to them or were giving them any clues. So as the phone's call, ringing, they get given the word and they need to speak to the people, local business owners, and see if they can get the word out of them to gain a point. Yeah, and uh, the beautiful thing is that so, like, when I'm setting it up for Doof, he doesn't know what business I've called either. So, you, you're sort of a little bit blindsided in that regard. You, you get given your word, and away you go. Um, so, please have a listen to how we went. All right, mate, ready? Your word is Bain Marie. G'day, here you go, mate. Yeah, good. That's good. Um, my name's Brian. Do you guys sell food? Sell, sorry? Food, like any types of food? food. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what sort of food have you got? What are you up? What, what type of food are you sort Like of fried food sort of stuff. Sorry, mate? Like fried fried food? Oh, yeah, well, we've got fried food in the Bay Marie. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah, what, yeah, so just got the usual sort of stuff? Yeah, right. just dim sims, um, chicken wings. Yeah, uh, awesome. At the moment, that's what we've got fish, um, potato cakes, chico rolls, cheese baked potato cakes, dim sims, things like that, yeah. Perfect. All right, I'll be down soon. Thanks for that, mate. Right. Cheers, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. <laughs> that was too easy. <laughs> that was too oh, easy. Oh, all right, so as you've just heard, uh, Doof was successful. Um, I was I was trying to think of something that was, yeah, we, don't, we, don't, we didn't want to make it too difficult, um, but yeah, I thought just call the local service station Upco Strathdale, and um, yeah, you couldn't tra- hear a thing he said though. No, <laughs> so no, I still it, didn't know who I spoke to. He doesn't have very good um, phone lingo. You're supposed to introduce the business that you work for when you when you pick up the phone, but he just said. G'day, Mark speaking. Um, um, but and Doof, um, congratulations, mate. You're very successful in getting to say the word Bay Marie after he then reeled off all 25 things that were in the Bay Marie. <laughs> thank you. If he hadn't have said Bay Marie after that, I really did not know where I was going to go. So thank you to Mark at Strathdart. Go if you ever hear this, you're a true legend. Great work, Marky boy. Um, and then Doof, you hit me up with this one. Have a listen, guys. Okay, the word is smoker's area. Hello, one tricky Hello, how are you speaking? Uh, g'day. Um, I, uh, I'm coming around for a beer um, soon. Uh, you got, are we allowed to like smoke out the back? Uh, we do have a smoker's area. But, oh, yeah. um, no, the beer garden's no smoker's. Not in the beer garden. No, that's all right. Whereabouts can I have a dart? Just out the front or something? Um, we have a smoking area, so in there. Okay, beautiful. Thank you so much. No worries. Bye. Cheers. Yes! Two times! Two times! Double! Double points! (laughs) (laughs) Right, as you just heard, Squidgy also passed the test and actually got double points for getting her to Heidi from the One Tree Hill Hotel to say Smoker's Area twice. I thought I wouldn't go too hard, but I didn't really know where he was going to go with it. And as you heard, he choked up a little bit at the start, but well done on getting the double points. Thank you very much. Um, It's an absolute pleasure. And big shout out to Sharon. Was it Brittany? Heidi. Big shout out to Heidi and the (laughs) Whitey. If you've got any um, words or businesses that you want us to call, doesn't have to be Bendigo, just to sort of stitch one of us up, then feel free to send them in. So obviously if you want Squidge to do it, send it to me. And if you want me to do it, send it to Squidge. 
because uh, well, yeah, we like to get the big squares involved. So if you think you've got a good idea, send them through on our Instagram, Facebook, or just message either of us and get in contact. And hopefully you like the new segment. Behind the mask, behind the mask, who's behind the mask today? Looking, thinking, what do you say? Who's behind the mask today? Behind the mask, behind the mask. Righty, our favourite segment where we can uh, vent our frustrations about Bendigo, Duffy Boy. Um, We've got a beauty one, beautiful one being sent in um, by our mystery man. Would you like to describe him for us? Yeah, well, obviously it's anonymous, so I won't be describing who it is, but I'll let you know what they've said and what their pet peeve is about Bendigo. But uh, anyway, before we get into it, this person um, has kicked a lot of goals for Stratford Safe Footy Club, is now residing on the Tiwi Islands. Brothers, Corey and Brenton, Mum, Chris and Glenn, uh, partner Lucinda, pre- about to have their baby, but we won't talk about who it is. Um, Squidgy's arch nemesis also. <laughs> but anyway, so we won't give it away. We're just, just this little bit we had to say there. Uh, so, pet peeve. When you order food and put the main part on top of the sides, let's say it's a palmer for instance, and they put your salad and chips under it. One, it's hard to eat. Two, your chips get soggy AF. Three, your salad is warm. Give me a bigger plate or put my sides in on a smaller plate. Also, garnish. I've never looked at a meal and thought, beep, that garnish makes that look good. Absolutely pointless. What are your thoughts? I think he's absolutely nailed that on the head. I, I feel like so many pubs in town put chips under Palmer's and I also feel like everyone hates it. <laughs> so they do. I, I don't know, are they deliberately trying to piss, piss everyone off? <laughs> What do you think about the poor dishy though? It has to wash up two plates instead oh, of one. Mate. Think about him, mate. I oh, know, and and like the salad, I can feel that too. I know, I know that uh, the Queen's Arms Hotel, we we put <laughs> we put ours in a side, separate separate bowls. And the Resi no. the Resi Hotel would never do it either. <laughs> um, no, he's nailed that, and also the garnish. Oh, it's the first thing I do when I order something. I go for brekkie. Like literally, get me eggs Benny, garnish on the table, and then the pork. Waitress, she has to wipe it up later. <laughs> you saw it on the plate, dude. <laughs> no, there's no room on the plate. No, I'd agree. Garnish, it's got to go. Uh, Squidgy, uh, one of our favourite pages. Better go have your say. What do you got for us? Yeah, oh, it's another doozy, mate. Um, oh, it's just a gift that keeps on giving this page. Oh, it really gets me going. Thumbs down to the servo on my wrong road. Asked about, um, asked about toilet to which. The smart-ass answered, we don't have one. That's why it's called a petrol station, not a service station. I answered, correct. I don't see any service here at all. And yes, I did go around the side of the building and pissed on the wall, you loser. (laughs) In your face. Take that Morong Road servo, or should I say petrol station, because there was absolutely no service at all. Shame on you. Right, yeah, we're at, sadly we're at the end of another um, another episode, another week in the life of Josh Squared. Um, Doofy boy, what would you like to give a shout out to? Ah, uh, a big shout out to two of my very good friends, Dr. Sean Johns and Jake Trunks. They're big squares. I'll definitely be listening and tuning in. Um, went to Stakes Day on the weekend and actually got the quaddy. I think I paid about four grand. Uh, they invited me, had a spare ticket, and I politely declined as I was. 
Dustin panning for eight hours um, in Bendigo <laughs> instead. So well done to you boys and well done on getting up that money and sending something this way if you could. A couple of great men right there. Well done, boys. That's the first time I've heard of it. And uh, great stuff and all the better that Josh wasn't there, I think. <laughs> um, yeah, excellent. I'd, I'd also like to give a shout out to um, oh, one of my great schoolmates, um, which I, I haven't seen him in quite a long time until the weekend just gone in Geelong. He lives in Geelong. He'll be listening. Um, Mitchell Jacobs, huge square. Uh, basically, yeah, probably probably haven't spoken to him a whole lot the last couple of years and, and had a good catch-up with him. And he's he's been loving the podcast, and I, I was quite taken aback. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's basically just been saying how, yeah, it's good fun to listen to and it's how he keeps he keeps in the know of Bendigo footy and just Bendigo local news. And um, just... Yeah, glad, glad to hear it. And, um, mate, it was really great catching up with you on the weekend. And um, I hope you enjoyed the episode. Cheers, Even mate. you think that I'm 120 kilos. Thanks, <laughs> Mitchell Jacobs. <laughs> yeah, Mitchell, is, uh, Mitchell doesn't have any social media and um, he he doesn't know who Duffy is. And, um, yeah, I remember he actually said to me, yeah, he's, um, yeah so how big is this Josh guy? Because <laughs> the way we talk about each other. Oh, he literally thought you were like 120 kilos, man. So good. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> good work, Bushy. Radio. Have, Have a, a good, good weekend and look, look after your mates. Yo! Eat bread and desserts and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> <laughs>